Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, and joining me as usual is Tipa Snow. And Tipa, during our last podcast, we started talking about engagement and the importance of activities. And then we ran out of time, as we usually do, because we just sort of get off on the wrong tangent or, you know, little field yeah. trips every once in a while. Do um, you talk too much, Greg? I don't think it's me. That, that's probably it, yeah. Well, I'll take full responsibility. How about some uh, some tips and ideas? Well, can we start by defining the two engagement and activities? Are they mutually exclusive or are they the same? Or Activity is the thing you do. Engagement is the process of engaging or becoming active in something. So you get active, you engage in something, and the something you engage in is called an activity. Okay, so if I um, am sitting in a wheelchair and you wheel me over to a table and uh, dump a puzzle in front of me and say, here's your puzzle, um, what, has that been engagement or has that been activities or was that just a total fail? Well, if all you've done is put the person and the, and the activity or the task in front of them and they aren't participating in, I would call it sort of a failure to connect and to get the person engaged. So if you're going to do something like that, number one, I'd first of all hope that you know that the person enjoys puzzles or classically, historically has liked doing that kind of thing because why would you put them there? Because what's the interest level? Unless I say, hey, Greg, could you give me a, do me a big favor? Will you help me turn all these pieces over? Mm, well, then it's okay. not doing the puzzle, is it? it? It's simply helping me. That's the engagement. That's actually the activity. What we're, the activity is helping me. Um, not, I mean, it turns out the task is turning the puzzle pieces over, but in fact, it was that that you chose to engage with. It's a start, right? Yeah. How do you get things started and how do they have value for the person in some form or fashion? So if I hand you a bowl of ice cream, um, if you start eating it right away, apparently you like the ice cream and you eat it up. Um, so hand to mouth is something you do, but you know, if I say, hey, Greg, would you rather have ice cream or would you rather go outside for a bit? Well, uh, boy, that'd be a difficult decision for me because I mm. like both. Yeah, which would you like to do first? <laughs> okay, there you go. So now you're just, you're actually interested in, in what I want. Yeah, because if I don't find out what you want or most be, or might be most interested in the moment, then it's all about what do I try to get you to do versus what does your brain tell you would be interesting or, and so giving an either or option allows you to have a sense of control and choice. And it turns out humans tend to like that. And it's good for their brains because it engages different part. Oh, it engages different parts of their brains. Now I, I've heard you use the term before task oriented. Is that sort of what this is? Or could yeah, be. So, yeah, so it's really the difference between seeing my job as to get you to do something versus seeing my role as getting with you and together we figure out, okay, so what is it you'd, you'd like to engage with in this moment? Me, um, the puzzle pieces, the uh, putting together of the puzzle pieces, the uh, moving over to the table, the, oh, you'd rather actually put everything back in the box, huh? Well, that's interesting. I hadn't thought you were going to do that. What might that tell me about what's going on right now, though? 
I, I put everything out on the table and you put it back away. <laughs> I, I might think we're finished. <laughs> I think, yeah, I might go, oh, okay, maybe not that. <laughs> or that was a cue. You put it out on my table. That's not supposed to be on the table. So maybe I could go get a drink and, and bring it over and say, hey, Craig, how about this? And see what you do with that. So somewhere along the line, you've also coined the phrase, uh, know your person, know your person, know your person. Yeah, yeah. Because if I don't know who you are and I'm not curious about who you are, I'm not sure how I'm going to actively get beyond me trying to occupy you or get you active, but how do you keep participating? How do we sustain that? How do you move that forward? How do you find value in it? If all I'm doing is here, Greg, do this. Here, Greg, do this. Yeah, it wouldn't work out very well in the long term. Short term oh, might be okay, but you know, I might start disliking you at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, a honeydew list, if I recall, is something that you ask your honey to do. And there's this list. How many of them do you get done every day? Is that how yeah. you spend your whole day or is it part of a day, but it's not all your day because you got other things to go do too. So can we talk about activities and you've been doing this for a long time. What are some of the more unusual but successful ones that you've seen where, where I, I know music is a big part the sing-alongs in, in care facilities quite often attract a pretty big crowd. Yeah, and it has a lot to do with retained abilities and a sense of joy or pleasure or engagement. I, it's, it sort of draws me because it's done with rhythm. It comes from a part of my brain that tends to be pretty well functioning, or at least I can get it to kick into gear. And the cool part is when you kick that part in gear, frequently other parts start to wake up and go, oh, yeah. Oh, well, what about this song? Oh, well, what about that song? And what about the words to the song? Now I got the rhythm. Now I'm looking for the words. Oh, when did I last sing that? Who sang that? Oh, Mom, oh that was a song that mom, you know what else she used to sing? So it's the opportunity when you start engaging a brain and you pick something that somebody feels fairly successful at, they may want to participate more. And so we talk about there's four major kinds of activity. There's things that make you feel valued and productive. And we call that kind of work related things or volunteer things or things that give you a sense of purpose. Then we have things that are fun. You do them because they give you a sense of pleasure. And then we have things that are more good for you, um, your body, your brain, you take care of business. And then we have rest and restoration because if you don't get some rest and restore yourself, you're not going to be much good for things the next round. And, and what you don't want to do is have a lot of downtime where you don't feel like you're doing anything of anything. Now, speaking of doing nothing or not doing anything or doing anything, once upon a time, somebody was telling me about this clock thing that you do with people uh -huh. where yeah. you say what, you know, what, 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 put on the clock, what you do. How does that go? Yeah. So what we're really looking for, a, a, a healthy individual, we're looking that they have some balance to this thing about, I do things that give me a sense of value. I give me, I do things that give me a sense of pleasure and joy and satisfaction. I do things that are good for my body and my brain uh, and the world I live in. And finally, I do things that allow me to rest and restore myself so that by the end of it, I filled up 24 hours because the clock is not 12 hours, it's 24. And in a 24 hour period, 
we want to find the right rhythm. And it tends to have some balance between self-care and, and work and, and pleasure and rest. And when we don't do that for ourselves, we start to build a deficit and then we want to make it up. And then that can get us, when we have a hole and what am I spending my time doing? Nothing. Ooh, well, that's not good. That'll tend to breed a sense of no purpose, no value, no point, um, depression, anxiety, distress. I've got to get out of here. I've got to go someplace where I know what I'm supposed to do. I've got to, I've got to engage in something. This isn't working for me anymore. Or I start doing things you don't want me doing because I'll fill the time because I always have. Well, I, I might be a terror because you're right. I probably would start taking things apart. I'm good at that. Yeah. The reassembly might be a bit of a problem. Might might be. Yeah, I've, I've had guys that have been real successful at taking chairs and beds and sinks. It was the one problem about turning off the water before they got started. <laughs> oh, details. You always were detail-oriented. I know. You can cause a lot of damage, it turns out, if you don't turn the water off at 2 a.m. <laughs> Tipa, can somebody take uh, uh, an engagement course online or is that one of the ones that you really have to do hands-on? Yeah, we tried it online and what we found is it's missing so much of that human thing that we do with one another. What we found is we can do some things online and there's you can build some skills online, but as far as becoming really skillful at engaging human beings and leading an engagement process in a, in a program and getting others on board um, that we've discovered we should wait and do that in person um, but we can work on a variety of things getting there like how do I look at someone and engage with someone to figure out what could we do um, that might give them a sense of value what could we do that gives them the sense of pleasure how do we figure out how to get self-care to self-care done and and feeling like that and how do we get some rest and restoration there for everybody involved so there's still lots of great ideas out there yeah tipa thank you very much thanks greg You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series. For more information on today's topic and just about anything else related to dementia, go to tipasnow.com. I'd give you a phone number, but nobody can remember a phone number when they're driving their car, or they shouldn't try and write it down. So <laughs> go to tipasnow.com.